previously on the Game of Rassilon. Universal Studios, June 1st, 2008. The morning a fire spreads across the back lot, destroying music masters, film archives, and items of cultural importance to the Earth. You must protect the hand. The box and the chess set. Jonah pulls this gun, but he, he pulls it slightly too quickly and kind of fires without thinking, hoping he's going to hit something. And instead, he blasts at the roof of a nearby building and it immediately goes up in flames. You are in the courthouse courtyard, yes. uh, looking directly ahead at you at the clock tower. Uh, Travis, I don't know how you feel right now, but you are standing in front of the clock tower from Back to the Future, up by the clock face another person with a vortex manipulator and they seem to be prying off like trying to pull physically off of the clock face the minute hand from the clock i'm gonna open the, the hatch that you said that i'm on the other side of and i'm gonna go great scott with one of your hands on the minute hand and the other hand on the sonic you, you uh, unfasten the minute hand all right we should go to the king kong stage first because that's gonna be on fire before the vaults are scalpel's had its chance time for the hemp Fire up the bulldozers. As you approach the entrance to the King Kong stage, which houses the King Kong encounter, uh, part of the studio tour, you see outside, firstly, key thing, all of the doors are shut, the entrance is closed. Uh, there is a flatbed truck outside, uh, on the back of which sits a clipboard with some handwritten notes. Probably should read the, the, the notes. Like, I'm all for breaking into it first, but maybe this time around we should read the notes. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It might, might be good. Yeah, I mean... Last time I could kind of go by memory because I was the one who consulted on with Bobby on the film. But oh, um, got it. Yeah. Yeah, not friends with Peter. Got it. Solid. Oh no, I'm I'm friends with Peter. I just we didn't we didn't work on King Kong together. Clipboard. Yeah. Well, at one point, at well, well, at one point, Peter and I talked about collaborating, but then it never really happened. So. You ever had as, as the doctor <laughs> saying this, so like Harry's just walking away and like yeah. getting closer to the clipboard. It, in real right. life, Katie, there was there was a while and it was like a rumor that Peter Jackson was going to direct the episode of Doctor Who and it never actually happened. So that's oh, oh, that's you, funny. You set me up for a really fun meta. They did a video with Peter Capaldi and and Peter Jackson. Everything was great. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's Carrie, hysterical. You, Carrie, you approach the uh, the clipboard and you can see the uh, the handwritten notes on the clipboard. Um, there, these are instructions to move some items from the the prop vault. Which, uh, with your knowledge of the the universal backlot, you would know the prop vault was actually not anywhere near this area. It's kind of uh, like half a mile east yeah, of the area like that was affected by the fire. Far. Yeah, um, but the the in, the instructions on this documentation are only only a, a day or two old. But several uh, props were moved from the prop vault into secondary storage, which is uh, hidden inside of the uh, King Kong stage. Copy that. Uh, so does anyone remember what besides a hand we were supposed to grab? Yeah, there was, uh, there was the box, and then there was chest set. Got it. So this is the box. Cool. We need a box. And if I remember this place correctly, it's got a little flat area where the tram's supposed to be in, with two little side areas that have those giant 360 screens. Mm -mm. You're thinking of the newer one. Yeah. The, the older one was a physical God. kind of... I'm confusing the things that happen at the Florida park where a lot of these rides are actual individual rides right. versus uh -huh. what's happening at Universal and yeah. Hollywood. So uh, what, I don't know what the King Kong thing was before the Peter Jackson. It was now. okay. It was the 77 version of Kong or uh -huh. whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're driving. It, it, it's part of the backlot tour. So you're in the tram right. um, and it's, you know, you're getting warnings that King Kong is attacking in the area. And there's like a TV with a WWOR uh, and then it's like basically like it's not quite an elevated train, but it's got that feel. And then there's like the big puppet of Kong near the end. It's really about a minute and a half. It's only about a minute and a half long. Yeah. 
really. I okay. never saw this. But Confrontation in Florida is fairly similar to it. There was just a yeah. much longer version of it. When the uh, King Kong stage burned down, they were going to replace it with something else, and then people complained. So they did. that's when they decided to do, we're going to do King Kong 360, which is what mm. uh, Carrie was alluding, was it Kate was alluding to. Um, and now in Florida, there's uh, Skung, Skull Island uh, Meet the Kongs, or whatever it's called, where you you go to Skull Island oh, it's and called, Kongs. Oh, it's called Donkey Kong Country. It's Kong versus Kong. It's a riveting divorce drama uh, featuring. (laughs) (laughs) King Kong at at the at the on the the King Kong stage that you are about to encounter um, was at the time the most complex animatronic uh, creation in the world. um, To the point where if you got if you were close enough to its mouth on the tram and it breathed out, it's banana scented. I remember that. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, really would you say that favorite. it was the eighth wonder of the animatronic world? I, you know, I would go so far as to say it is the eighth wonder of the animatronic world. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's actually when they when they had that fire happen at Universal. It was actually <clears> Beauty <throat> that put the fire out at the end. <laughs> yeah, they flew her in from Disneyland. It was yeah, really, it was really nice that they yeah. were able to, um, on loan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the clipboard uh, specifically refers to moving props from the actual prop storage uh, further east on the lot to secondary storage, which is located within the uh, the King Kong stage. Well, it sounds like well, that's probably where this box that we're looking for is. So maybe we should go in there and uh, figure out our next move. I will follow you guys. Oh, oh, all right. And then I, I just open the door for the stage to walk in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's there's the main tram door, and then there's like a side door, and that side door just kind of swings open. And you are uh, looking ahead of you as opposed to behind you, which is how... Um, some species of fish look fun fact no Mm. that's not true uh so the path before you is a bridge with apartment buildings running along either side but none of this of course is real the apartment buildings are facades with the bridge in the middle being a pathway for the tram the apartment buildings are lined with windows looking into very small very fake apartments and part of the facade uh, on either side is divided uh with fake metal fire staircases with doors at the foot and ahead of you, dimly lit and sitting inert, as if waiting, is the giant animatronic form of King Kong. I don't ah. do King Kong. We have to be quiet or else we'll wake him. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you can have a story point. That's fine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I am going to try to open one of the doors to one of the fire escapes and hope that it leads to like a back hallway or something. It's like, like the access tunnels for the ride and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, the door that you uh, reach for, it's the first... Let's, let's, uh, do you want the door... Uh, uh, let's say there's like three sets of fire escapes uh, along each side. Uh, do you want the one on the... The first one on the left or the first one on the right? Right. Okay. Uh, okay, so that door does not open, um, okay. but you hear above you uh, the clanking of metal footsteps. Um, as if someone is walking on on the the, the fire escape. Wait, footsteps on metal or metal footsteps? Yeah, that's a very footsteps different... on metal. Okay, <laughs> like, are there Cybermen here all of a sudden. Sorry, metal sure. footsteps on metal. No, it's just metal footsteps. That's so metal. Um, all right. Uh, I'm gonna try to like follow the path of the footsteps and like kind of like, go along where they're going and see if I can find like a stairwell or something. Yeah. You, so there's there's a, there's literally a stairwell. Uh, where the door that you just tried. There's like a stairwell. Uh, that kind of goes up to your immediate left. Okay, I'm gonna go up that stairwell. Okay, um, you got the stairwell. It's not super sturdy because it's not really designed to be used as a stairwell, and it's also not quite to scale, so it's slightly smaller because you're not supposed to get this close to the stairwell. So they're trying to go for like a false perspective thing, but there is it's 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 not so small that you can't climb up it. It's just you feel like a, you've never felt uh, you've never felt less small in your entire life. Um, and then as you reach the top oh, of the gantry, you see, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, why not? Uh, and you, scale so you reach model. the top, the, the, um, you reach the top of this scale model of the stairwell and you see someone standing on the gantry. You see another, uh, another time agent with another vortex manipulator and, uh, they, they punch a couple of commands in and then they vanish. And then the whole 
tram ride lights up, the apartment buildings light up, the television in the window starts going off, and then you hear the growl of King Kong as the animatronic form turns to look at your companions on the lower level. Oh, Travis, you were right. He's, he's awake. <laughs> I mean, he won't hurt us. Yeah, I'm not afraid of him. He's, a, yeah. he's an animatronic. He's on yeah. a track. I mean, yeah. he's not like it's an actual monkey. What that if will, uh, the box is inside of the giant animatronic? <laughs> um, uh, right? Uh, See, exactly. You're both silent. <laughs> so I have every right to be upset right now. <laughs> um you hear that the the news report is playing on the television you can hear the uh the woman in the in the helicopter the actress in the helicopter playing the the, the news reporter talking about the tram that's on the lower level and then you see this huge fake news copter uh very slowly descend in a very safe manner um into the wiring and then there are sparks and f there's fire and it looks controlled but given everything that's going on in the park right now, you can't be 100% certain. And then there is the smell of banana as the, uh, as the large King Kong animatronic moving in a manner that you're pretty sure it was not designed to do, kind of twists around and lurches, pulling itself from the waist up, because that's all it has, towards Travis and Carrie. Yeah, oh, don't banana, need laughing, banana. taffy, banana. Halitosis. Sometimes bananas are not good. <laughs> yeah, like now. <laughs> Riley, you also can have a story point. Oh, nice. Can you hear me, uh, Travis? Yeah. Square it away. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna fire the squareness gun at the door that the doctor couldn't open. Okay. Um... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, going, I'm going to find a place to cover, you know, take cover also. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and give me a coordination of marksman. And my coordination is still down. And my marksman is zero. Oh, this will be wonderful. Oh, brilliant. Oh, uh, it's also your first time firing a squareness gun, so you really should get a negative one, but I'm not that mean to you. Yeah, uh, it's an eight. Okay. Um... You miss and hit part of the stairwell, erasing it from existence. The lower part of the stairwell that is attached kind of crumples and falls over. Now, the good news is, for the Doctor, that's not the only stairwell that leads you up onto that upper gantry. Yeah. Um, I, would have, uh, I, I, I think I'm on the gantry at this point. I climb all the way yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're not... You, I, I didn't picture you on the stairwell, but, like, that particular stairwell has... So I'm not trapped um, there forever, so yeah, you know, just there are there are other there are other um, scale model stairwells that you can scale model scale model, uh, scale model stair. You know what? That joke's not good enough for me to try to. <laughs> repeat well, can those I can I make an observation? Board. By the way, you said that woman who's the reporter on the news channel thing. Apparently, the uh -huh. character's name was Kelly King, and I love that. Of all the names of characters they could think of for this ride, they had to go with someone whose name was half of the name of the ride itself. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many other names that Kelly could have yeah. had, but they had to go with Kelly oh. King. Well, I well, wonder if she fact, was an actual King reporter. Kong... Yeah. No, because she's played by Cherie J. Wilson. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, but I think the news one might be real because it says yeah. that ABC News anchored by Sander Vancor, who was an American television journalist who focused yeah. on national electoral politics. And yeah. apparently King it Kong makes... attacks. King, King, the King Kong encounter, fun fact, the king in King Kong is Sally King. The Kong in King Kong encounter is uh, King Kong. And the encounter... Uh, was a naval vessel that was. No, it's actually, uh, on, it's actually called Lewis Encounters and Monster, um, and that's actually. <laughs> I thought the encounter was the uh, torrid love affair between the news anchor and the animatronic. Oi. The real we're, we're having a great time. We made along the way. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, okay, so Travis has shot the square gun. I am up on the tree. Yeah, I, Carrie, I would, do you want to have a pop at something? Uh, I would believe that after. Travis has a bad shot. Carrie holds out her hand for the gun and, and looks at him and says, should I give it a go? Shamefully and very quickly because we are in danger. <laughs> yes. Hands off. Hands off the, uh, the square in his gun. And uh, I mean, do, do we have a way of identifying these artifacts besides their name? 
you don't have any more descriptive information, uh, but you do know where you need to go, and presumably you would just need to find the secondary storage space within the King Kong section. Like I said, there are a number of doors on the side, so it's just a case of finding one that is uh, real. Okay, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something that I know the Doctor has canonically been able to do previously mm -hmm. on Doctor Who. I'm going to regenerate. Yep, I'm done. Uh, for no reason. I, I'm actually feeling fine. My arm is healed, but I'm just like, done. Um, I am going to recall that Vortex Manipulator and pull it back to where we are now. Interesting. All right. Um, I Do I want you to have a roll for that, or do I want you to do story points? I'll do story points. Yeah, I think I'm going to make this three story points. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, you do you you do your sonic and the vortex manipulator and the person attached to it uh, materializes just a few short feet in front of you um, with a, a shocked look on her face as she uh, she looks at you and uh, and she goes to tap the vortex manipulator again as if to teleport out and it doesn't work because I'm going to go ahead and assume with that story point spend that you've uh, shorted it out. Um, yeah, I think so I'm basically doing what the, I think I think if she does it again. I think I just because I spent story points and get to control the narrative. I, I think yeah. for a second, I think she does do it. Uh, it goes away, and I just pull her back again. It's it's very much what happens in, in yes, uh, yeah, yeah. In, what's that? Uh, what's that episode called? Um, Boomtown. Uh, yeah, Boomtown. Where yeah. she like runs away, and then I just pull her back again, and I'm like, and I go, yeah, I could I'm, do, I could do this all day, but the building is on fire, so you may want to stop just for the heck of it. Um, oi, what's going on? What what? Why, first of all, and what are you here for? Why are there so many of you here? And what? Just just answer things. Uh, uh, Michael, this one's yours. Yes, I know. Uh, I was just formulating my thoughts because that was uh, <laughs> the doctor's usual ambush of questions. Uh, I'm impressed. Um, uh, and uh, I think uh, she's going to slowly sit up and you know dust herself off. Uh, we're This is the... We're in the training scenario. This is this is the ultimate heist. You, so it's the, it's it's the final it's a test for for time agents. We're here to recover the a series of items, but uh, well, there are some that we're not supposed to touch, including the the, you know, the hand, the box, the the chest set. Uh, but um, that makes them very valuable. So <laughs> we decided to grab them. All right. All right. Um, well, I am, I am here as your, um, evaluator, and I am, um, first of all, I am deducting several points from you, um, and also, um, just, obviously I know what the, the <laughs> box and the chest set are, but I just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page, so I'm, I'm gonna ask you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my psychic paper to, like, hold my paper up, and I'm identifying myself as someone who is involved with the, whatever this instructional time agent company is and i'm gonna go now um as part of your oral exam i want you to tell me everything you know about the box and the chess set i i love this i love everything you're doing i am gonna have you do a role for this uh i'm gonna have you do presence and convince i'm spending um, my psychic paper story point for that that's right that's why i was oh psychic paper oh well then cool. was, awesome yeah go for it yeah yeah no no you're good that's yeah. perfectly fine yeah, I have it. Might as well use it. So, uh, pop quiz. Uh, tell me everything you know about the chess set and the box, and why you made the monkey do its business. <laughs> I'm I'm Captain Jules Holloway. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the time agents here. I thought a a fun wrinkle on the uh, the old heist would be to hop inside King Kong and pilot it around like a deadly mecha. But you've uh, absolutely ruined that plan for me. Um, thank you very much. Uh, um, Welcome. Are you also with the time agency? Yeah, yeah. I'm here to evaluate. I'm, less, I'm, uh... less, less questions. More snappy answers, okay? She's asking the questions here. Oh, oh wow. Oh, okay, you are very good evaluators. Um, uh, uh, the, the box obviously is a sarcophagus um, downstairs in, um, in King Kong storage, and then the chess set... Well, I mean, once you get to the video vault, the the chess set's gonna be obvious. Like it's it's literally has it. Written. Oh no, I'm sorry. I I I'm not asking what I know about the chess set. I'm asking you what you know about the chess set. So don't tell me what I'm gonna find later. You tell me what you know about it. Oh, yeah. it's a box that says chess on it. It's in the video vault. And if you you grab that box, it's full of a, an artifact. Um, is it a box set of a musical a film version of the musical chess written by, of course, Abbas, Benny Anderson and Bjorn Ulves? <laughs> no, from my understanding, it's the 
I think that already was recovered mercifully, but the, uh, the, the chess set is actually from, from chess records from the fifties. It's a priceless collection of, um, actually the seventies. And I think, you know what? I'm a time agent. I don't, I don't know decades. Um, it's a, right. it's, it's like a priceless collection of music that was lost forever. Um, and is considered a, a huge, uh, historical, uh, uh, loss, but all which right. means all right. you could make a Thank you for... huge amount of money off the vinyls. <laughs> all right, yeah, you've made a pretty good argument. Okay, so you know your stuff. Now, let me just see, uh, let me see your vortex manipulator here. There must be a defect in it of some sort. Let me just see that. Can, can I get a second present to convince off that one? <laughs> yeah, I think now that, yeah, uh, I think this one definitely is going to be presence and convince. Okay, with voice of authority? Yeah, absolutely, voice of authority. And I'm going to give you, because the psych, I'm going to say the psychic paper is going to give you a plus one buff on this because you've already flashed it. Okay. And they look pretty authentic. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So that's going to be, that goes to 18. That's a dirty 20. Here um, you ooh, go. That's... And uh, yeah. Jules just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually going to make that a yes and. So do you have anything else that you want to give the oh, doctor? Absolutely. Here's my. Uh, um... You know, uh, social oh, security just, number. Sorry. Here's my social security number and my entire wallet of credit cards. No. <laughs> here's um, the location of all my my precious children. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think uh, Jules is also going to pull out um, Doctor, what you recognize is uh, 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 a stolen piece of Time Lord technology, a tracer um, that can be programmed and used to search for certain items. Uh, Great. And Jules has already pre-programmed it to search for the box in the chess set. So it will cool. be a directional little pointer for you i'm gonna give that to travis since travis is my is my tech guy uh, <laughs> and then you. i'm gonna give the vortex manipulator to carrie because travis already has one and then i'm gonna say to uh jules here i do think that one of the first lessons that you were probably taught at at time agent academy never give your vortex manipulator to anybody and so you failed that so um you're kind of stuck here now so you may want to find a way to disable the ape. Thank you. Great. Let's go. And then I actually, yeah, you have a thought, Carrie. No, I, I was just going to tell Jules that this is a surprise inspection. So zip the lip on that while they're working on King Kong. I So I think I like during that. this whole exchange, Travis has been like checking the doors. And then yeah. once the doctor like tosses him the tracer, you know, presumably if we found the open door... You know. Yeah, I, I, you, you, the tracer starts uh, beep beeping at you uh, towards a door on the uh, south-facing wall, which is to your left, um, and you go towards it. And uh, this door, actually, big tell, it does have a uh, a a fire exit of one of the green exit signs above the top because you're legally required to do that. Um, this door swings open uh, easily uh, and leads to a concrete stairwell that leads downstairs. Okay, well, I'm going to go into this creepy basement and look for a sarcophagus. Um, buy forever, possibly. <laughs> Why are you going alone? Yeah, we're going to follow you. <laughs> yeah, Travis. Why are you so mean uh, like that? As, uh, as uh, Carrie follows uh, Travis and as the doctor, are you kind of running down one of those little uh, fire exits? Or are you going to do like a Batman leap? Or do you, how do you want to do this? I'm just going to follow wherever Travis is going. Okay, but I mean, you're up there and he's he's down here. So, like, you, how did you how did you want to get down? Did you? Oh, wanna oh you're still Capaldi up out of a window. Well, or? the way they the way they've been role playing, I thought they came up with me. So I'm sorry. So, oh, okay. um, oh no, you did. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I'll just I think I'll climb back down something. I'll look, I'll look for something nearby to climb down on, and I'll do that. Yeah, I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I'll say that because you went up the first set of stairs, you're probably close enough to one of the support wires for that helicopter, uh -huh. and you're able to kind of slide down there. Oh yeah, if I had that option, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If I can like, if I can like swashbuckle my way down to the yeah. ground, I'm doing that. So. Um, as you as you head to the door to follow uh, Travis and Carrie, you remark on the sort of shocking realism of the fire effects on display. Uh, in this uh, in this this attraction. As well, no, I, I think I'm smart enough to know that the, the thing is on fire. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. Not like I'm not like. Oh, oh wow. yeah. What a what a what a strange coincidence that while while the day of the famous fire the fire effects look real. I, I mean I'm, I still have. Oh I know I'm yeah a smart I, I, I was I was I was doing um, a comedy uh, for for comedic effect that I thought would be comedy. I know and I was so that was you, the comedy so. of it. Yeah. 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 Um, and so so you head down and there is a. Um, uh, there is a mesh gate in front of you uh, with a uh, kind of a mesh door. It's metal mesh with a standard door handle on it. Um, and inside of there, you can see all manner of different boxes, 
uh, crates, objects, something's covered in uh, like uh, canvas or blankets. But at the very back, you spy from the 1999 movie The Mummy, uh, Imhotep's sarcophagus. And I think based on Kate's immediate reaction, I think Carrie immediately recognizes this. Where is Brendan Fraser? Where is Brendan? <laughs> he was the king of 1999. Do you realize this? We had George of the Jungle. We had The Mummy. And we had Dudley Do-Right. We cut to this like conversation like in progress. Like Carrie's <laughs> looking at the sarcophagus, just like, do you have any idea about Brendan? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, as, as, as much as this like, is yes, me. I understand the film was everyone's bisexual trigger. I'm I but I I <laughs> so just I, I don't I, Alright, let's um the This mummy, thing is gonna be too heavy for us to carry. Uh third thing. Anyway. <laughs> um let's open um let's open it and see what's it, in it. Usually when they open it, there's a curse, though, Doc, so... I mean, I know it's just a prop, but the King Kong was cool with just his top half, Fine. So. Travis, give me the dot. Here you go. Uh, I, I put the dot on the sarcophagus. You do that, and then there is a... <laughs> as the uh, the sarcophagus is transmatted away. Alright, and then I run back outside. Oi! Jules! <laughs> uh, yes? Why are you not allowed to take the box and the hand and the chest set? Uh, they're uh, they they're recorded as dis- destroyed in history, um, which is part of why they're so valuable. You could um, you make a huge pile of money off stuff that's not supposed to exist. Obviously, it's it's how I made my first small fortune um, in Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to leave you to burn, but now I might. Um, no, um, um, all right, uh, I'm well, not going to leave you Don't burn. worry about that, Doctor. And I think Jules is going to jump off the gantry effortlessly into King Kong's mouth uh, <laughs> and then hop back into the King Kong cockpit and uh, launch the time ship away as an escape pod. Oh, okay. oh very nice. I love so that. And, 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 and Jules King is gone. Vanishes. It's cool that she, it's cool that she yes. has a, a time ship and the worthless pit later. That's cool. Um, I have so, eight story uh, points, and I don't need this character anymore. Bye! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of a... Okay. There are now heavy flames filling the King Kong stage, and it's clear that this is no longer part of the ride. If it wasn't clear before, it's mm. definitely clear Oh my now. god, wait, what? Are... These, aren't, these aren't fake flames? These are the real the, flames? The, <laughs> these are not controlled. <laughs> these are just shocking, I know, to learn, Riley. <laughs> Oi, oi, Travis, uh, carry, oi, run, run! And then I go running wait, towards the door. Wait, what, what about the, the vanish, the, the portal guns on our arms? Can't we just get into the vault that way? Why are we running? Oh, the vortex manipulator? I don't know what well, they're called, Travis! We don't really know where it is, so it's hard to just zap over there. You usually have to kind of know where you're going, at least to some degree. Well, we have the map, right? So can't we triangulate and use that? Do you want to, do you want to appear inside of a wall inside that map? No, we just know that there's a hallway, like there's the prop hallway All in right, the vault. Uh, look, let me let me show you. Do you. Have you been have you been in this building before? Yeah, it was a long time ago. I was just dropping off coffee. Okay, but I think okay. I have a no, good great. idea. And then I I put my arm on Carrie, and then I go Travis over here. I okay. I, and I, then I, I, I yeah. will use my sonic to activate the vault to where Carrie's thinking about. All right. Um, you. I'm not even going to have you do a roll. You do that. There is a uh, as as you uh, dematerialize uh, from within the King Kong stage, which is now uh, melting. The facades are starting to warp and bend. Uh, and King Kong, what is left of the King Kong animatronic, uh, which uh, is mostly just hip at this point, uh, is 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 on fire. Yeah, we get it. King Kong is cool. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> King Kong, not anymore. Uh, King Kong's hot. If you want to be uh, very warm, completely honest. King Kong is very hot. King Kong's gonna beat up Godzilla. Yeah. So, um, you materialize. Uh, you materialize inside the main hallway of the the video vault. Um, but something didn't quite go right with the transportation uh, with with the transport. You, uh-huh. uh, the doctor, you can feel this. You've actually jumped forward about twenty minutes into the future. Um, and as you materialize, <laughs> oh no, we're back. Uh, um you're you're 20 minutes into the future inside the video vault you can see like flames and embers starting to kind of ripple across um uh, gantries and hallways um but uh you can also hear a low rumble 
uh, coming from outside. I am gonna move. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at Travis because Travis has that tracker device. Uh, yeah, I hand it back to the doctor, and then I say, you know, something about what that time agent said is not sitting with me right. And uh, Travis is gonna take out his uh, uh, Game Boy, and I'm. I want to scan the uh, the transmat dot to see if I can see where and when the um. The, the items are being transported to. Clever devil. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me ingenuity and technology, please. Uh, and can I get any of my uh, tech adept or anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to give you a plus two for tech adept, and I'll give you another plus two because of the tech level advantage. Okay, so that's 12 base. Dirty 20. <laughs> I mean, I guess every 20. I guess every twenty we roll in this yeah. game is a dirty twenty because there's no twenty sided die. But yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. twenty on that. Um, okay, so that's going to be a no but. Um, uh, the no but is you're not able to determine where they're being transported to, uh, but you are able to determine that they're not just being transported in space. It's not a straight transmat. There is also a temporal component. Okay, I want to transfer the uh, the time signature to the vortex manipulator on my wrist. Ooh, very interesting. Uh, okay, I think with that roll, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. Uh, I think with that roll, you are you are able to transfer the yeah you're able to transfer the temporal data from or the temporal coordinates I should say from the uh, from the transmat dot to the uh, uh, vortex manipulator. Okay. Um, I turn to the doctor and I say, I'm going to go check things out. And I hand her the transmat dot and I activate the vortex manipulator. Okay. Uh, Travis is gone and we will come back to you shortly. I, and then the doctor goes, I was, I was going to do that after I found the chess set. I, we could have done it as a team, but all right. Um, ah, <laughs> he just had to be such a dude about it and jump the gun, doc. Always leaving us ladies out of it. Most important thing, let's get us the chess sets. And then, um, yeah, all right. Um, and then hold on to your manipulator because we're going to need that in a moment. Because I hope he's not dead when we get to him because that would make me really sad. Um, and then uh, we, I guess we follow the trail to the, to the uh, yeah. chess set. Yeah, so the tracer is beeping uh, down the hallway to a metal door with a little keycard scanner. Like you would need a universal staff badge to just tap it and open it. Mm -hmm. um, and the beeping is coming from that direction. Okay. Um, hey, Carrie? Mm. Do you still have that square gun? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Hold on. I'll just pull <laughs> I, I like... it out of my fanny pack. <laughs> Aims. And she kind of looks at the doctor just to check in. Like, like this is this is right. And, and then the doctor, like, looks at Carrie and looks at the gun and then looks at the door and looks at Carrie and looks at the gun and looks at the door. It doesn't say anything. <laughs> And then I, th I think she takes that and, like, shoots. And then hopefully she shoots appropriately so that there is now a hole where a door was. Okay. Yeah, give me coordination of marksman, please. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Coordination. Oh, Lord. What do we give for marksman? Me a squareness gun. Why is my marksman <laughs> zero? Why did we decide that for gave me a lock. I wish there was none. Oh, what the? <laughs> Worked hard all my session. To get to <laughs> we're we're about to get into some shenanigans because uh, I d I rolled a five. You rolled a five. Yeah, I, I actually I actually rolled a three, and oh. I had a bumper of two, so we have a total of <sighs> five. All right, so this is a no and. This is a this is this is the worst failure a person can experience, which I think could still be funny. So I'm just going to let it play out. Okay. Um, the gun, the gun shorts out in your hands, and uh, it's it, but it burns you. Um, oh, and as you shake your hand and drop it, when it lands on the ground, it kind of, uh, kind of evaporates into uh, sparks and flame. Busted hand and no gun. Great, cool. Um, I so would say, you're, yeah, you're not going to take any, any. You're not going to take any damage in terms of your stats, but I think that. Um, for the remainder of this adventure, any role that you do with your dominant hand or any yeah. action that requires you to use a dominant hand, yeah. I'm going to give you a negative one on that role because you've got, yeah. a, you got a little a light burn mark on there. Yeah, I, I was just going to say Carrie definitely runs, like, reaches in for her first aid kit and, like, just, like, a little bit of yeah. a little bit of Arnica and maybe a little bit of Neosporin and then a quick, quick Star Wars Band-Aid on there. 
just just before yeah. they I, like continue. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, you, that's not going to be any kind of permanent damage, but you yeah, you're you're smarting in your uh, I guess your right hand. Yes, I would assume yeah. so. Um, right. So how All do you? Right. How, um, Okay, and then I just kick the door and see if it opens. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that works. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me uh, strength and athletics. Okay. And if that Doc, works. You can add Fonzie to this one. <laughs> I, can have, I can have percussive maintenance. Oh, <laughs> actually, because of the tech and the door, we could we could swing. I'll that. give you percussive maintenance. Right, Why nice. not? Screw it. Not? It's hilarious. Okay. If you um, do that, it's going to be strength and technology gonna be oh no i rolled snake eyes so oh it's no! not gonna be... uh wow. your foot so hurts that's an 11 it's yeah. a very strong yeah. lock your foot hurts and the uh the 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 device the uh, id card scanner just kind of beeps like it's expecting a uh input like it uh it detected that someone tried to open the door it detected a normal human strength pull on the door trying to pull, trying to pull <laughs> the door open that's your kick was so ineffective Someone, the system thought you were trying to pull the door open. Instead of pushing it. Great. Um, <laughs> yes. Alright, uh, Carrie, you want to give her a shot? Go for that. Yeah, and she just checks in <laughs> to make sure that you don't have an ID card or something like that. And you both, you like, figure out that you don't with all yeah. the pockets and things. And so she's yeah. like... Yeah. Actually, you know what? I want to make a resourceful pockets rule to see if I happen to have <laughs> oh! a universal ID card because I am the doctor. And it's <gasps> oh, that would be hilarious! Not even for this adventure. I just randomly have it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, and, go ahead and roll. Uh, yeah. No, because I want to use the fun of the... Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work, then I'll let, I'll let Kate roll it. But this is also very unlikely because I just rolled doubles the last roll. Yeah. So... Um, no, I didn't. I want a three Aww. and a one. Uh, uh, you reach into your pocket to see if you have a Universal Staff Badge, and you have you find uh, a Warner Brothers Studio Store lanyard with no ID attached to it. Dang oh. it! Oh, and I got, I've got a Disney World wristband that's probably not even used mm. in this era, so I'll put that yes. back. Um, uh, all right. It's okay, okay. Hold on, let it's me just... fast pass, let me though, just... if you want to go on Space Mountain later. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that <laughs> later, but... First door, you know, I'm gonna just... Hold on. Put my hand back, make sure that mm. doesn't get in the way. I'm just imagining at this point the camera like does that kind of 180 cut from behind you and the door, and it cuts to like your faces and behind you, and it's just roaring volcanic flame, just slowly moving towards you down a hallway as you're having this conversation. Yeah, you're yeah. definitely still feeling that rumble from outside. By the way, I want to remind you that that is that is happening. Copy yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hope I roll well. Um, but yeah, okay. Carrie's gonna uh, kick down the door. Style. Okay, go ahead and yeah, give me uh give me coordination and athletics. Sorry, strength and athletics. Okay. Um do, do, do. Ooh, we have twelve all together. Twelve? Yes. Twelve total? Okay. Yes, twelve um, total. Uh so that's that's a, a, a no but. Um and uh, you go to kick it, it doesn't do anything, the keypad does still beep. And I will come back to the butt because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, switch back over for a moment to Travis. Um, Travis, you rematerialize. There's a moment, there are a couple of seconds there where you feel physically sick. Like you're not sure if you are going to uh, rematerialize. Mm. Um, if you, there's, a, there's like a two second period where it feels like you might not come back together. It feels like you might cease to be. And then there is, it feels like a punch to the gut you don't currently have. And then you are standing in a... Uh, a very dimly lit room. Uh, the room is about uh, about 25 foot in diameter, and it's kind of a large, clean space, large, clean and empty space um, with three pedestals. Um, and on two of the pedestals are already items. One is the minute hand from the uh, the courthouse clock tower. One is the uh, the mummy sarcophagus from the 1999 motion picture, The Mummy. Um, and there is a third space, um, kind of elevated, a little higher than the other items, because the other items are fairly large. Um, uh, you look like whatever, it looks like whatever would go on that plinth uh, would be uh, a fairly large box. It would, it would come to about waist height once it's, once it's put on this plinth. Um, and it should, other than that, this space is, is quiet. There is like a very low hum. And it feels like every sound you make is kind of echoing through this space. Um, 
kind of in in this room and kind of out through a doorway at the end uh yeah i go to the doorway okay you walk to the you walk to the doorway and um as you walk towards the doorway the light level is starting to kind of uh gradually come up as if there was a source of light coming from there and your vision's starting to come into focus and you can now kind of make out the kind of uh gently corrugated metal of the wall um, as you approach the doorway, and there is a a long corridor that leads into another chamber, which is empty. There are no uh, there are no plinths, no uh, no places to to set things. Um, but at the very far end of the room is a large tree. Hmm. Um, uh, a regular organic tree, or is there any uh, you know? Yeah, it, technological... it looks like a pretty. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a pretty regular, uh, ordinary tree. It looks like, impossibly, like it's rooted into the ground, into the kind of metal work walkway of the of the the space that you're in. Mm. Um, it looks like a large redwood, and it kind of stretches up, um, uh, up and uh, and above you. Okay. Um, yeah. Any sort of markings or um, <clears throat> signs as to what it might be? Basically, I'm trying to see if you know if if this is some for some sort of collection. Sometimes things are labeled, so I'm basically the librarian in him is looking for a catalog of I what this is. Absolutely, yeah. I love that instinct. Uh, there are no catalogs. There's no uh, like wall placards. There's nothing to kind of identify what this item is or if it's part of a larger collection. There are no, um, you know how when you're in a museum, sometimes you find, uh, you know, signage on the wall that says, here's what this department is and mm -hmm. here's what that department is. There's none of that around here. This tree is just kind of um, existing in this space, kind of fitting, uh, growing in a way that it shouldn't be growing um, but uh, stretching up in a way that doesn't quite... It doesn't look like it should fit in the space, and yet it does. Okay. Um, any other exits or only the way I came? Um, it looks like there might be something behind the tree. All right, gotta go behind the tree. Okay. So as you move behind the tree, um, you what you thought you saw might be a corridor or a doorway is in fact a, a round window, like a porthole, looking out and as you look at this porthole you see space and you see stars but you also hear something and you realize it's coming from the tree behind you it sounds very very faintly like it might be the hum of a tardis interior and then there is a a, a punch to the gut again like you're being pushed out of this space and you can you can hear the words in your head as you're being pushed out. You hear and there's that two second gap again where it feels like you might not you might not rematerialize where you were, and you hear the words not yet. And then you materialize, and you are surrounded by uh, by metal shelves of uh, burning material, surrounded by ember and ash and smoke. And there is a door in front of you on which there is a glass window with metal mesh. Um, and you can see on the other side of the door, it's Carrie and the Doctor, who are just as surprised to see you. And you've materialized on the other side of the door that they have just spent 87 years trying to kick down. <laughs> I open the door. You open the door. And All I right, say... Carrie and the Doctor, you are reunited. Um, and you see Rory as an old man going, I waited for you! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, Travis uh, Travis opens the door for you and you can now get into the vault area, which, again, I want to stress is right now very much on fire. Okay. Um, let's, what do you do? Um, uh, I, I run and look for... I use the tracer to try to find the chest set. Uh, the beeping... Uh, the vault that you're in right now, there, there's a beeping coming from kind of the far... Based on where you are now, kind of the far right corner. Um, and as you're walking in that direction, um, you actually hear from overhead... Uh, it's like someone tried to shoot at you with some kind of laser rifle, and they miss. They hit the wall above you, and as you look up, you see um, kind of standing on top of one of the the, the met stacks of metal shelves is someone in a firefighter's uniform, um, holding a space-age, futuristic, like 51st century laser rifle that does not look like uh, does not look like it belongs to them at all, and. Uh, when they see you looking at them, they pull off the helmet and pull off a gas mask to reveal they are, in fact, a slab. 
a one of those solid um, leather creatures that you encountered back as the Tenth Doctor, all the way back when you first met Martha Jones. Um, and it it looks down at you and says nothing, um, and then readies uh, the rifle again for another shot. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna use my sonic to recall its its vortex manipulator. Its vortex manipulator uh, <laughs> to send it back to wherever it came from. Okay, um, so I, here's what I'm going to do because we we are uh, we are I would count this as a conflict. So this is going to be that's going to be a do action, which is good because it means you're going to get to go before the slab anyway. Um, Carrie and Travis, do you want to do anything in this particular moment? I think I'm going to wait. I have no idea what that is. I mean, from your perspective, there's a firefighter up there in a motorcycle helmet trying to shoot you with a uh, trying to shoot you with a space gun. Yeah, I've got nothing good on me right now. Like that, that square <laughs> gun got busted by me. I don't even have my trusty bat on me. I I'm a holdout for a little bit. All right, Travis. Um, I think maybe instinctively, you know, person pointing gun at group. I'm gonna, you know, yell, get down, and you know, I I, I don't know if I would pull the maybe just by like the shirt sleeves i like try to like pull the doctor and and carry down yeah You're, i'm i'm not close to you i ran away i ran towards the so carry yeah, okay. pull the, down you can't pull me down okay yeah, yeah then okay. yeah okay. maybe just like react you can't bring me down travis don't even try <laughs> i'm my own woman yeah you certainly are <laughs> no, listen, no nobody's gonna break down. her stride nobody's yeah. gonna pull her down no no she's Nothing's got to keep you. on moving um uh, Kara, are you gonna are you gonna fight against Travis pulling you down? Um, no, because this 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 guy's intimidating. It's it's been a long right. day for Carrie. We've got banana <laughs> breathing giant King Kong. We got this guy with his motorcycle helmet, but space age suit and giant gun. You killed a man with a golf cart. No, no, I feel like Carrie's pretty okay with that. I feel like she's moved on. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Carrie's killed before. It's so, fine. It's um, fine. Carrie Vu is yeah. the hero we need and the hero we deserve. <laughs> yes. I, she's I love that Carrie's kind of become the Ian Chesterton of the group. That's pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, so Travis, you pull Carrie down, and uh, Riley, go ahead and give me an ingenuity and tech check for the uh, for the Sonic. Okay. Make it happen. Okay. That is gonna be a that's that's a twenty one. Okay, Ooh. that's very very good. Yeah, the the uh, the vortex manipulator. Remind me what you were trying to do with the vortex manipulator. Basically, so the opposite of what I did to Jules, where I pulled okay. Jules back using the manipulator. Now uh -huh. I'm actually using it to recall it back to wherever it came from. So I'm basically like eliminating the threat without killing it. Okay, mm. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so with that roll, you activate the Vortex Manipulator, and it pings the slab away, and they are gone. Um, but smoke is now starting to fill this room. The tra tracer is beeping towards a, a, a location in, like I said, the far right corner of the vault that you're in right now. Okay, I'm running towards it. Okay, you run towards it, moving through the smoke uh, and avoiding flame. Um, and as you, as you approach this box, and you can see it, it's a large case, uh, metal-lined... Um, that looks like it contains master tapes for the, the complete chess records uh, discography. Um, and then you that rumbling starts up again, and the, the wall to your left is pushed down by a large bulldozer. And sitting in the, bulldo sitting in the, the, the driver's seat of the bulldozer is a man in a firefighter's helmet um, with a triangular-shaped body uh, wearing aviator shades, and he looks down at you. And he he screams, "Stop! Stop!" I pick up the box and I run through the hole that's been knocked through the wall we've created. I start running with it. You All right, walk past he, him. You'll run past him. He's driving yeah, that, a that, he's driving a, a bulldozer. <laughs> I don't think he, you get a type uh, of opportunities. We're sitting in the cockpit or something. <laughs> I mean, that is true. He is going to try to jump out of the bulldozer and stop you. So I think what are we going to have to do is we're going to we're going to uh, roll against each other. I would like you to do athletics and uh, athletics and strength strength because you're carrying this big case. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to have him do athletics and coordination, which Attack he whiffs. Whoa, snake eyes. So that's going to be thirteen. 
Yeah, you do that. I rolled 14. a nine. 14. So 14. Yeah, you're in, yeah. you're straight up in yes territory. You're able to to uh, dash past him with the case before he's able to get out of the the bulldozer. And I'm going to spend a story level. point to yes and that. Um, oh, really? Yes and is going to be that he actually gets caught in the seatbelt of the the thing and actually like falls a little bit on top of not only to just give me a little bit more of an edge getting away from him. Yeah, Woo! yeah. You he uh, uh he kind of missed the beans out of the side of this bulldozer, having gotten tangled in the seatbelt. He's not yeah. used to 21st century seatbelts uh, and, and kind of trips over his own butt trying to get out of this thing and kind of lands on the ground, uh, kind of face plants into the, the rubble and the metal debris and the brickwork that he's just smashed through the wall um, uh, into the exterior. And you, you're, you, you kind of run out into the back lot now where you can see strings of fire trucks trying to spray water. You can see that there's a, a hose running down to... Um, down to one of the lakes that's trying to pump water out of there to try to generate some kind of water pressure. And they're also trying to spray foam in, but the flames, it's so hot outside. There are bright, burning orange flames that you can see now part of the clock tower. There's, there's smoke as they've, they're trying to put that out. The King Kong stage, um, which is uh, southwest uh, of your current location, is just burning it is gone there are bulldozers already there that have kind of torn that structure down in that 20 minute gap that you lost when you traveled into the vault um and the firefighters are trying uh have kind of it looks like they've given up on traditional firefighting techniques in this situation they're not just trying to put the fire out anymore they are demolishing the building and its contents because that is the only way now that they can they can put out this fire and there's a, there are other bulldozers. There are a couple more bulldozers poised to plow into this building from other sides. And uh, Travis and Carrie, what are you doing in this particular moment? You've seen the doctor get out with the the chess records, the chess set, um, and uh, the gentleman in the aviator shades is kind of um, trying to push themselves up off of the ground after falling pretty hard onto some brickwork. What do you do? Uh, hoof it after the doctor, probably. Yeah, I don't right. really see any other option. Yeah, if you're trying to, if you're trying to, uh, to to quote uh, the philosopher Didactyles, uh, hoof it out of the building. Uh, if you could give me coordination and athletics, please. Coordination and athletics. Okay. Um, I got a fifteen. I okay. got a ten. Uh oh. Oh, All right. Uh, and I got. Tavis, no. To move my feet to the beat. Uh, that is okay. Uh, Carrie, you are able to move past. Um, Travis, the uh, the gentle person in the aviator shades, um, uh, is able to. He grabs you by by the leg, by the heel, uh, just above the foot, like like uh, like Clara grabbing the young first doctor uh, from under the bed, um, and kind of pulls you. And you you are stopped in your tracks and you kind of lose your footing a little bit and stumble. I'm not going to give you any injury or any damage there. Um, but he's got you now. He's holding onto your leg. Um, and he, he gets up and looks at you um, with uh, one cracked lens in the aviator shade and the other just missing. It's just the frame. Uh, revealing a green eye. And he looks at you and he says, I said, stop. And he comes in to punch you. What do you do? I attempt to block. I mean, I'm on the ground. There's nothing I really can do. All right. Give me... Uh, I mean, that's going to be fighting and strength. Travis is having uh, flashbacks to high school. 11. Okay, so he rolled an 18. So that puts you in bad territory. That is no. Uh, and you are going to take damage. Um uh, how much damage did you take in this situation? Where is my damage chart? Uh, you are going to take uh, two hits to your uh, to your strength. Ooh, bringing me down to a one on that. Wow, cheese. Yep. Um, and that is going to put us, I guess, kind of back at the top of the turn order for the scene. Um, uh, Doctor, what would you like to do? I'm going to be a doer in this scene okay. and what i'm going to do is go to the nearest raging fire that's close to me and i'm going mm -hmm. to hold the chest set over the fire and then i'm gonna say all right i want some answers now uh the uh 
the individual who is currently holding uh, Travis hears you and looks and sees what you're doing. Uh, and he just smiles and says, Yes! Good! Burn it! All right. And then I just drop the chest set into the fire. He uh, immediately lets Travis go. He actually, as he's standing up, he actually, Travis, he actually extends a hand down to you uh, and uh, uh, to help you up. <laughs> Very reluctantly, uh, Travis accepts. Uh, he pulls you up and he says, uh, thank you for your cooperation. Uh, I was wondering if you could perhaps tell me what y'all did with uh, those other artifacts that I hear you pilfered. This is my real voice. <laughs> That's very suave. Just, you know. We have Foghorn Leghorn. Um, right. Um, first of all, may I ask who you are? My name is Tide. I work for an organization called the Restoration Team. Our goal is to restore the timeline to its proper order. We know this fire is a fixed point in time and we heard that some items were going to be taken that are destined to be destroyed in the blaze we are very glad that you were able to cooperate with us and destroy them their master tapes but uh there's two more items that we'd very much like to recover if you could tell us where they went to we'll happily take them all right i'm gonna need some sort of uh, identification and something that like verifies that identification and um Let's do that. Because I, I, look, I've, I've met a lot of people who seem to be in charge of, of different points in time and going to places and setting things right. And there's a lot of you, yeah. and it confuses uh -huh. things. And uh, I, I'm, a little, I'm a little tired of it today. Uh, I'm the doctor. Let's just get out of the way. If you've heard of me, I'm sure you have. I'm the doctor. Um, and uh, this, is, this is Travis. This is Kerry. Nice to meet you, Tide. Now, let's find out a way for you to prove to me that you are who you say you are because I can help you, but... I also don't trust you because I don't trust anybody right now except for Travis and Carey. Well, I mean, that makes a certain degree of sense. Uh, we, we've been keeping an eye on the situation. This is kind of a hot spot for rogue time agents who come in and try to steal these master tapes. Hot spot? So is that not, supposed to be a pun? I wasn't aiming for a pun, but now you caught attention to it. I can't think of anything else. But uh, our goal is to make sure that the fire spreads as it's supposed to. That the property that gets damaged gets damaged. That there's no loss of human life. And, uh... Oh, well, well, oh, um, oh. yeah, that's, that's been a failure. Um, Wait, someone died today. Just time agents, not... Not oh, not real era. people. Oh, well, well that's... Well, we are people. That seems offensive. Well, I, I meant they're not, like, from this era. Damn. And that to be fair, seems... you did just punch me. So, I mean, how how set are you on, you know, not harming people? Well, the go we, were, we weren't planning on killing you. I was just going to incapacitate you a little bit. We was never going to leave you in the fire. The goal was just to make sure that the items you were trying to take didn't get took. There's other items, of course. There's certain items that we are historically supposed to allow to get taken. They get sold on the black market in the future. But these three items in particular are... Uh, of significance to to the timeline they have to be destroyed right so why exactly is the minute hand from the courthouse significant to the timeline well history records it was destroyed if it's not destroyed who knows what could happen to time you move a little thing here and a little thing there and suddenly one of your ancestors don't exist no more and that's not what we're oh no, I mess with time all the time, and it seems fine. Um, I was gonna say that um, <laughs> no consequences, no consequences. Well, I mean, I would say that I mean, history would of course record something as destroyed if it disappeared right before it would have been destroyed. That like no one, so there's a whole like chicken and egg argument here. Yeah, I, I'm a living example of that. Well, listen, I, all I've all I gotta say is that we are we all we got is we got our master orders to come here and protect this particular. Did you say master? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Dumb, dumb rally joke. Sorry. Um, sorry. Continue. We, we <laughs> got our orders. No, no, you're that good. Silly joke. We listen. We got our orders to come here and and let me uh, let me just pull these up for a second. And he pulls up a PDA and he goes, "Well, hang on now. Hang on now. Are you 
the directive we were sent is gone. It's not. And he, he starts like swiping through his device and he taps a button, a holographic display comes up and, and you see like basically like a blank browser window. And he says, we was given explicit orders to protect certain items and try to stop anyone who might be trying to steal these these three items. And well, I'll be damned if these if my, if these orders are gone, they're not. It looks like there's no record of them on our system. Fishy. Mm, so it, it seems like you're operating without a warrant, then. Well, yeah, this definitely puts us in a bit of a pickle here. Hang on, just one second. Uh, and as uh, as he says, hang on, and raises his finger, the building behind you collapses, and you're all you all turn to look at this collapsing uh, uh, building. Um, and then as you do so, uh, you hear a noise. And when you turn to look back at Tide, he says, uh, I gotta get out of here, see ya! And he vanishes. There's, there's a... And he's gone. Um, and so, some of the other firefighters disappear. And it's like none of the other firefighters notice that they're going. They're just working hard to put out the fire. You feel an energy begin to build around you. And uh, Travis, it's very similar to that uh, feeling you felt when you were being... Um, uh, transported with the vortex manipulators that feeling in your gut like you're um uh, like you're being like you're being kicked and there's a couple of seconds again where it feels like you are everywhere and nowhere at once and you you can it's terrifying like you don't you cannot say for certain whether you are going to arrive in a space as a person as a fully formed person what's going to happen when you get there and then you materialize again in that uh metal chamber that um uh, that Travis was in just a moment ago, um, except the door at the end is closed. You're in a, a, a circular room about 30 foot in diameter, um, and the material, the, the the three platforms, the three plinths, um, one of the, uh, where previously there was a, uh, the hand uh, and the, uh, the mummy sarcophagus, instead there is just ash. And the, the static he holographic image of the recruiter crackles into life in front of you. The figure's face is still indiscernible, but from the tone of their voice, you have to imagine uh, that they're smiling. <laughs> well, damn, you figured it out. Won the game. Except you never considered the game's master. <laughs> oh, shh, save your breath. This is just a recording. <laughs> I'm a little busy moving the pieces around the board. Like, for example, a TARDIS filled with pop culture fanatics. Of course, I had to entice you. Irreplaceable items, including one that was actually destined to survive the fire. But now, of course, history records it destroyed. Which means in just a few years' time, a humble prop maker will have to race to work to make a replacement. Such a shame about all that rain. Now that took some doing. <laughs> it may surprise you to learn that one of the prop maker's descendants... Well, you'll see. And yes, I could easily have just killed the prop maker, but it's so much more enjoyable to make you do it. You seem to be so good at killing the things someone else loves. I want you to remember what happened here. The next time your little box touches down in the middle of a crisis, the next time someone cries out to you for help, remember this. I got this close to you, and I was able to make you do exactly what I wanted you to do, for fun. Just imagine what I'll do next time. Until then, Doctor. Until then. And then suddenly, there is a flash of light, and you are back aboard your TARDIS, idling in the time vortex. What in the he-hey? So was the guy I ran over important? <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm gonna just just make sure Mr. Measers gets fed. In a way for what a is, while. What is... 
what is uh, what are the doctor and travis doing in this particular moment how are you reacting to what you've just I, experienced i think the doctor is doing what i'm doing which is i think she goes to the console and kind of puts her hands like her elbows on it and rests her head on her hands and you can tell that she is like angry and like try and like feeling foolish and like frustrated that she got gotten and is is uncharacteristically quiet as she tries to do submental arithmetic to think of what she could have done differently. Um, once Carrie is done feeding the kitties, because I can't forget them, you guys. We've been forgetting them this entire time. Um, she walks over to the doctor and Travis and um, inquires as to who the voice belongs to because obviously if it wasn't obvious to all the listeners by the way she just blipped into the TARDIS she has no freaking idea what is happening or what is going on or why everyone's so morose so the doctor leans back like leans forward and kind of lifts her head up over her hands and replays in her mind the last time that she encountered the owner of that voice and she looks at Carrie and she sighs and she says, you used to be my best friend. And then I push a handle forward on the TARDIS to move us away from where we are and off to wherever we're going next. All right. As you do that, uh, there is a red light that begins flashing on the TARDIS console. You're receiving a distress signal from another TARDIS. What do you do? Uh-uh. We just heard Spooky Voice say next time we get help from somebody it might not be exactly what we think it is. Well, if I didn't help, I wouldn't be the doctor. And then I, I responded to the distress call. So I'm sorry, Riley. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. Holy hell. Oh, that's amazing. Home, Riley has just changed her background to an actual shot of the Universal Fire, and it is as tragic as you might imagine. Yeah. So I can tell that. I can, yeah, I know. It looks wow. really bad. I lived right up the street when it happened. Like, it was a blanket of smoke yeah. yeah it's rough i was gonna say because of the color of the smoke you know that whatever's burning like nobody's business back there is actually inorganic because it's a darker smoke yeah when you yeah um burn organic oh yeah material. what's burning back there is like four thousand like 40 like four hundred thousand like old cds and films <laughs> yeah original like master recordings and so on yeah. all right i'm gonna start again i think that might that bit might just be for us or it might be a patreon bonus clip um Right, oh, put it, put it at the end of the credits. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>